Yeah. I remember me and, me and D used to talk about this kind of stuff all the time, like, what it's gonna be like when you get closer to your dreams. I didn't know much then, but probably tell you a little something now. Mr. Big Dreams, no tolerance Cut you at the house and have a holler since Get bored quickly He stayed grown, so the P.A.Tron Had to get poor quickly Ex-girl stripping, I can't stop her New girl tripping, but I can't drop her Cause I need something to balance out the fact That it's hard to find a woman when you talented and black When you hollering at labels and they silencing you back Cause you fail to thoroughly discuss some violence in your track Well, gunshot for the young y'all Only see this everybody else then this You know, you really gotta love when you're just a newbie at starting something, right? Like, yo, I literally just sat here and I recorded a 60-minute pod episode, right? And I did not hit record, bro. Dude. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. The button is red, so that means we're on to something, okay? This is episode four, welcome to the debut, and this is only if you could see the video pod, um, this is the debut of the studio, y'all, I got my nice backdrop, we, um, we're almost there. I want to say that we're pretty much finishing up the studio, but for now, it's looking pretty chill. It's looking dope. It's a cool vibe. We got the logo in the middle. We got the relaxing therapeutic couch, leather, brown. Like, yo, who's, who is this guy? Somebody come get this dude, right? I don't know who I am sitting on this couch. And then we got... The championship belt that all my guests are going to be forced to wear right behind me. If you're watching this, y'all got to know something about this championship title right here. This is 100% real. This is not cheap. And it looks dope. Let me know what y'all think. But this, I don't get no realer than that. You got you to gotta celebrate your accomplishments some way, right? So I got this title sent to me. We got our funds in order and we got it. So shout out to anybody that really joins us here. I mean, even if you're not sitting on the couch with me, if you're on the other end and you're a champion of some sort, you're a champ because you're, you're bettering your own life, researching mental health. And just vibing with me, bro. I'm pretty chill. All right, enough about me. Um, what's up, world? It's been a while. It has. Um, I almost feel a responsibility to, to apologize to you, to everyone. Uh, wow, I've been gone for a couple weeks now. And part of it is for a legitimate reason, right? I just had a couple of things going on. And sometimes life doesn't give me the opportunity to 
sit down and record as many of these as I would like. So again, I apologize. We are live. We are ready. It's fairly late right now. I'm not going to say what time it is, but it is late. And I am just such a bonehead. Excuse me. I I just can't believe I did that. Have y'all ever did something like that? Like, you know, may, I mean, it gets worse, right? Some people get in a car and they're realizing why the car won't drive and it's in park, right? I don't go to that extent. But, man, I can be so clumsy. And that, that pisses me off sometimes. Like, sometimes I could be clumsy. Mm-mm. I don't like to be clumsy, but then I got to remind myself that I'm not perfect. Nobody is. So, without further ado, this episode I would like to focus on talking about remaining in the moment. What do I mean? What am I talking about when I say remain in the moment? That means a couple of things. Paying attention to your breathing. Like right now, I feel, I feel relaxed. I feel confident. And I feel uh, just joyful because I get the opportunity to do this. And it's been a while, you know. These aren't things that I practice. There's no script involved. Um, It's just strictly me. I rather present this way than to read a script out or read something that has nothing to do with me and just throw it at you guys, which is a a typical thing that many other podcasters would do. But nonetheless... This is the MHC Podcast where we just keep it 100% transparent, authentic. We keep it true over here. Miss everybody. Um, Our episodes that we've been releasing, I believe. So this is episode number four. And we're we're going, we're going, right? A little bit shortly, right? Shortly, but you know what? I'll tell y'all something. The numbers have been looking nice. Um... 150 listeners per episode and counting. So again, if you're listening to this, please share with your friends, uh, share with your family members, plug it in. Maybe you're at the gym doing your cardio, um, doing your workout. Uh, Maybe you're just at your job. Maybe you're a common friend. Maybe you're a friend that I haven't heard from in a while. And if you are, how are you? It's been a while. If we haven't chatted or if we haven't talked, you know what? Hit me up. Don't play that game. Uh, Sometimes life gets busy and um, I lose track of my really good friends. And I'm guilty of that. And and it's something that I am trying to work on. Um, I'm just constantly on the move. So every time that I get the opportunity to, to... to be with a friend, 
or if you're a friend from a distance and maybe we haven't chatted in a while, ain't nothing changed. You hit me up and we'll pick up where we left off. Again, we're adults and life happens. I digress. So why am I naming this episode Remaining in the Moment? How do you remain in the moment? Luigi, what are you talking about? Well, before I, like a bonehead, (laughs) talked in front of a camera for 60 minutes and it was not recording, I remember me not being 100% satisfied with the message I was attempting to get across. Okay. Remaining in the moment is one of the most generic advices that you can get that can drastically improve your lives overall. Like, it does not matter what part of your life you implement this uh, I don't want to call it a skill, but we can call it a skill. The skill to remain in the moment, right? Because it is certainly a skill that can be beneficial for your personal and professional growth. Now, what does remaining in the moment mean? Remaining in the moment means that you let go of all expectations, No expectations will exist. Okay, you are detached from any outcome. Rather, it be good or bad. You are detached from that outcome. And why is this necessarily a good thing? Because what happens when you are detached from any outcome You are not a victim of the emotional or any expectations that you start to have, right? So what does this look like? Typically, problem, uh, I want to say problem solvers, people that like to find solutions, um, typically have this issue where they have a strong sense of what is going on. So they, they understand that there's a problem at hand. However, they start to pick up what is associated with that problem when really what they're doing is adding gasoline to a fire. Okay. Um, what's an example to really go over this? Well, let's say you're having a falling out with a close friend and this close friend is going through a sickness that you have absolutely no idea of and you decide to go off on this person. Fuck you. You, you, uh, you're a narcissist. Uh, you've been an asshole to me for the past couple of weeks. I don't want nothing to do with you, right? So what what just happened there? You ignored the underlying circumstances for your friend, right? 
and again, this is no fault to your own, right? I mean, you can sit there and say, well, Luigi, I mean, how would I know that my friend is having a medical issue? Or how would I know that my friend is struggling with something that they are not communicating with me of? And you're right. You're 100% right. And those are things that are completely out of your control. Right? Again, you let go of the expectation. You're not associating yourself with the outcome. Right? So, and using that example of the friend situation, we can turn that into a circumstance that may provide us with anxiety, right? What's what's a common anxious conversation that we tend to put together in our heads, right? Um, right off the back, I can think of, um, well, let's say uh, having a conversation that needs to be said, right? Um, brings about a lot of anxiety, a lot of negative feelings. But why? Why does that happen? You know you need to have this conversation with this person, right? For the sake of an example, let's say it's a boss and you are anxious about telling this boss that you would like a raise, okay? You realize that you've been working at this place and you've been performing, you've been outperforming others, and you would like a raise. However, there's something stopping you from having that conversation. It's it's not as easy to say confidence. That's not the answer. Okay. The problem is that you're attached to the expectation. We tend to see that a lot with most people who struggle with moving on from life circumstances, right? To stay on this topic first, so you know you need to have this conversation with this individual, we'll call it your boss, and you go ahead and have the conversation, and then you realize, I mean, there's only two ways this could really go, right? Your boss can be receptive, and maybe you get what you're asking for, and that is the, that is ultimately the, the direction that we want to go, right? That's, that's the outcome that we want. That is like the number one neurological pathway that your brain wants to go to. Your brain is so intelligent that it wants to find whatever is giving it comfort, okay? The brain is very good with releasing those endorphins and those, all of that dopamine in your body to make you feel relaxed. The human body is amazing. I mean, you think about it, we, we fucking regenerate. You know, if I punch a hole in this wall, not that I will, I, I no worries. I'm okay. Um, 
my hand will be injured, but then I'll regenerate with time and medications, hopefully. Your brain is the same way. Your brain is going to send your body with the receptors to heal or to give you the most comfort, right? So ultimately, what does like what does that do? What is the ultimate um I guess I want to say what is the consequence of that? Well, you're addicted to an outcome. You become addicted. You're expecting this outcome. The outcome of the comfort. So you want the raise. You're expecting the raise. Now what happens is you have to realize that to be okay with having that difficult conversation, but do not be attached to the outcome. Be okay with doing that difficult obstacle, but do not be attached to that outcome. It takes repetition to understand that this specific pathway, if you take that into your life and build a skill set around that, that your overall happiness will always maintain homeostasis. You're always going to be stable because you're letting go of all expectations that can otherwise derail you. Okay. Easier said than done. Right? Because typically it's it's really something that we get from a young age. You know, when you think about your life and we think about how we communicated since we were children with our parents, there's never really a guidebook that tells us, hey, by this age, you really need to stop holding on to these expectations because the expectations start from human development. It starts from the day that you're born. I mean, study infants, just observe infants, observe toddlers, observe the entire human development process, especially during adolescence ages. When, when children become adolescents, you really see it. Right. Observe that no one's never really there to tell you, hey, by this age, you're really going to have to grow out of this and let go of all expectations. If anything, I want to say teenagers and going into the young adulthood stages that that becomes more intensified. And what is the result of that? Anxiety, anxiety that will follow you into your adulthood, right? Your anxiety can become far more increasingly intense than the next individual, right? So it's important to learn how or why that stemmed from, how did that happen, right? Therapy, (laughs) and a thousand times helpful for these things. That's literally the journey that a therapist is gonna take you through. 
to discover that for you to understand your underlying factors, right? When did this start for you? Or is it now that you're realizing that you're, that you're the type of person to become attached to outcomes? Because maybe that's your solution. Nine times out of 10, uh, most, most people won't have the self-awareness to realize that that is one of their flaws, that if they put the time and dedication into it and like, I'm, I'm talking really into it, they really pay attention to their past and they learn from their mistakes and they learn from life's experiences because life is, life is a funny, uh, journey. Um, I'm spiritual, so I, I, I refer to my higher being as God, Jesus Christ, uh, Holy Mary, right? Uh, I'm a religious person, but for my listeners that may share different views, you can, you know, the universe, um, whoever your higher being is, if you're living your life dedicated to that individual or towards that belief, then that's also a good way to go is to pray about it. Uh, prayers definitely helped me throughout my lifetime, continues to help me on a, on a weekly, yearly basis my whole life. I'm just spiritually um, strong in that way. But there's other ways to address this. Do you know if you're the type of person who is holding expectations for every conversation or relationship that you're getting yourself into. Now, again, it's important to, to realize that a lot of these things can be completely biological by nature, right? Um, let's be sensible here for a moment. Um, if you're romantically involved with a person, then it's perfectly fine to have some expectations there, right? I don't want to seem ridiculous or contradicting by no means. However, there's limits to this, right? What I'm really sending off with this message is control that level of expectation because it's going to result in anxiety and it'll be detrimental to you in the end. Okay. Many individuals suffer from this. I'm not perfect at this either. It's a skill set that I'm practicing. I'm learning also. And it's quite difficult to say, well, Luigi, how do you expect me to not have expectations for something that I want or how do I do that, right? How do I do this message that you're trying to give across here? You practice deep breathing, number one, and you pay attention to your body. You pay attention to your nerves and then you really take the time on your own to realize why 
what is it about you that causes this to happen? Right? What is the fear? Is there fear associated with the expectation? And if there is, well, that's a whole new can of worms to open. Now what you just done is you just discovered another presenting problem. Okay. A lot of clinical interventions can explore many of these things that we uh, were discussing here on the MHC podcast. And uh, professional therapists are excellent um, individuals to go to to work through these underlying factors. I know I mentioned pay attention to your body, but also pay attention to your mind and the assistance that's available there for you, right? Uh, I'll tell you what, I can sit here and um, I can tell you I'm a hypocrite. I can be hypocritical, right? I mean, I'm 30 years old. I decided to go to college and I decided to study and become a clinical therapist. And I have not been one to ever attend therapy. I I want to say my first time attending therapy was during my graduate program. And it was part of a, it was like part of the program where we're, I believe we were learning our therapeutic skills and in just learning this profession and realizing that what we do is so difficult compared to any other type of medical intervention. That's really made me an advocate for those who may have a stigma against receiving therapy. The good news is there's been an uprise on people looking for therapists and a common thing. So please don't miss misconstrued what I'm saying here. It's not that there's an uprise on mental health illnesses. Now, there's, there's most certainly is. There's an, there's an increase happening. But I'm referring to individuals that are seeking therapeutic services um, just for the basics of them seeing what that experience is like. So I do want to say that it's a positive note. Like that's that's something that is going to benefit the world. So if you're listening to this, wherever you are, perhaps therapy has never been on the top of your list. However, if you would consider this one thing that I'll say, right? You'll never know. If you don't try, it sounds as cliche as it comes, right? But what if, what if you get that 
what if you get that relationship? You know, you find a therapist that you connect with and you establish this lifelong connection. This person that partners with you to discover and to help you guide your mental health towards a positive direction. So a lot of my listeners who do have therapists, this part should remind you of the person that's helping you, who's guiding you. If you're ever wondering what a therapist is doing with you, is establishing a partnership to better understand your clinical concerns and establish a treatment that can be effective for you so that you can live an overall fulfilling life to improve your wellness and to improve your ability to function because it's all about functioning, right? Overall, uh, let's just say that the profession is not going anywhere. That's a great sign. Take advantage. Take advantage. I know it's not uh, cheap. Uh, The money for therapy services is certainly up there. So utilize tools. Go on Psychology Today. Put in your insurance information and you will find a provider. There's also BetterHelp. So if you're if you're on Instagram, you look up BetterHelp Therapeutic Services. You have a licensed professional in no time chatting with you over the phone, or if you want to do video chat, that's fine too. Just get the help. Get the help that you need. You get the help that you need so you can better function. Okay. Remaining in the moment, living in the moment is all about functioning in the moment. You have to determine why there is a disconnect in your functioning because that's also what is happening. That is it. That's what's happening to you and your story. And that is what is holding you back. Let go of your expectations. And if you're concerned about your function, your ability to function, your functionality in all areas of your life, then be around people that can guide you with that. Super important. It's very important. Again, as mentioned, the more that you put things like this off, the worse it becomes. So the monster continues to grow. The monster continues to grow. And the only way that it stops growing is when you take a stand against it. Right? So I don't care if it's ego, leave that bullshit out the door. Um, I don't care if it's your stigmas or your biases towards getting help. Like, fuck all that. Respectfully, fuck that. And let go of that stupid-ass ideology. Forgive me for cursing, but it's just, it's nonsense. It doesn't make sense. 
and get the help that you need. Okay. There's no need for you to rant. There's no need for you to beg. Like, there is nothing in this world more repulsive than a person who it becomes emotional just because they did not get their way. If you want to know when that's acceptable, it's when you're about nine years old. So statistically speaking, you're acting like a nine-year-old. So when you're 10 or 11, you need to know better. If you're a grown-up or if you're over 11 and you're becoming triggered because those expectations are not meeting what you thought they should have been. There's a problem. There is a big problem. And I'm here to tell you that. You can take it with a grain of salt, but uh, it's true. I mean, it's objective here. These are all facts. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I would ever suggest anything otherwise. You know, I'm an objective person. I only read research that's backed up with empirical data. Um, and I think that's just a scholar in me. I've been in college for a very long time. So forgive me, but I tend to be critical on those kind of things because it's fine to be driven by feelings and emotions, but at the end of the day, if it's objective, then it's a fact. This isn't up for a debate. It's not up for you to battle your thoughts with mine. It's just, it is what it is. You know, water is wet. Uh, you can't see the air, right? Facts. So, really, that's it. I, I really want to emphasize on everybody getting the help that they deserve and for everyone to to really pay attention to the ways that they can be, okay, and make that step towards either fixing it or backing off a bit, okay? Sometimes a lot of this stuff sucks, okay? Um, but you're going to continue to have these conversations in your lifetime. Difficult conversations are always going to be there. And they never get easier. But I want to say that it does become easier once you control how you take these things. If, you, if you're following me. You can only control how you react to other people into other circumstances. This does not have to be tied to social dynamics, right? I mean, how many times are some of us attached to, uh, dare I say, politics, <laughs> right? That's a big one. Huge, huge. Just like, I always, like, I don't mind talking a little bit of politics, but the way that some people get it's like, dude, 
Like that shit is, you know what? There's a field dedicated to politics, and God bless them. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, I'm fairly knowledgeable in what's going on in the political party. I just think that being tied into a lot of that type of talk, uh, really, it's just not, it's just not beneficial to your mental health. Okay. Again, um, some people are tied into that lifestyle and we need people like that. Okay. Um, personally for me, I just believe that if you're that type of person who gets easily triggered, then be careful with politics. Be very careful. Um, because you will be, you will be upset. Okay. Um, it's just a cat and mouse game and it's a battle that never ends. It's all about your mental health. It's all about your mental health at the end of the day. It's either you're going to have this mindset where you're a champion or you're going to have this mindset where you're nothing. Okay, so are you going to be a champion or are you going to act on your impulses and do something that's completely nonsensical? It's not... It's, it's not going to be something that is going to benefit your self-growth. And I'll say this. If, if you're ever wondering if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, just ask yourself that question. Will this make me a better person? How is this benefiting my overall happiness? Because at the end of the day, guys, you know, there is no one who is in charge of your happiness. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're waiting for someone to save you, then you will be waiting for a very long time, my friends. That is also an expectation. So we're tying everything together here. Expectations lead to disappointments. So you're better off just not having them. Remain detached. Okay. It's okay to go through the emotional phases of the disappointments that are going to happen because by no means am I suggesting to be perfect. How, oh, if there was a simple answer, I would give it, but the most beneficial advice for a person that is struggling to manage their reactions to other people is to start talking less and start listening more. When you do this exercise, it really helps you realize that people love to be listened to, and it also gives you an idea of other people who are talking to talk or are talking to listen to you. So that is so critical. 
pay attention to your relationships with others. Okay. If you're a person that is always asking the questions, turn it around. Just listen more, you know. Uh, in therapy, we call it showing empathy, right? You never want to make a therapy session seem like an interrogation. So what do therapists do? We show empathy. Oh, I, I understand how that made you feel. That must have been really heartbreaking when your wife did that to you. And that's how we continue the therapeutic session without it seeming like an interrogation. Um, and, and customer service, uh, sales folks, uh, law enforcement, uh, every, everyone has their own training personnel, their own models that they use that's related to psychology. And they are going to implement a model that works to get them the results that they're looking for. Okay, again, it goes back to simple social dynamics, right? Is this person talking to me to listen to me? Is it a conversation? Is this a one-sided conversation? Or am I just listening to this person? Right. Interesting concept. You may have never thought of things this way. But try it out. Try it out. See what happens. I think it could be beneficial. If you had to choose one, I would say choose the listener route. Master being a listener. Not only will you understand others more, but you'll also increase your ability to be detached from the outcome. That's all I got for y'all. Again, this is episode four. We are recording. So that's a good sign. <laughs> I tell y'all, I felt so ridiculous when I hit that. When I looked at the camera, like, Bro, I recorded for 60 minutes, and I looked down, and I didn't see no red light. I was like, yo, I need to just stop, just go somewhere. I'm telling you, I need, like, I need a break. <laughs> I need a vacation. I don't know. I would love to go to... Where did I want to go to? I would love to go to DR. I haven't been to the Dominican Republic since I was a kid. A kid. I'm the fakest Dominican guy ever anyway. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching the video pod, I hope you guys fell in the backdrop. The studio is all set. Again, I am also announcing that we have a couple of interesting guests coming on to the studio uh, so hopefully we'll have that ready for you guys coming up pretty soon. 
the podcast has been doing great. I've been looking at the analytics. We've been averaging over 150 listeners per episode. So I want to say the love that the podcast is getting is astronomical. Thank you so much for showing me love. Um, and, and for understanding the vision, all I'm really doing here is trying to spread this positivity and bring mental health to its own platform. And again, I'm from Connecticut. Like, I meet so many smart individuals. Like, listen, don't let shyness hold you back. I want you on this podcast. I don't want you playing. You ain't playing no games over here. I got two mics, right? These mics are expensive. Like, yo. If any, I wish somebody would have told me how much bread this shit costs, like to get the studio lights, camera, audio receiver, um, everything. It's like, yo, this shit ain't no joke. But in all seriousness, I have a lot of room for some interesting guests so we can discuss some mental health and um, hopefully we can help a lot of listeners like you over there on the other side listening to this right now. Guys, I'm out of here. Thank you so much. You already know how to reach us again. Subscribe, hit that like, leave a rating. And we'll be back soon. Take it easy, have a good week. You're giving me wind and rain. You're some kind of butterfly. Yeah.